the more clear you are on your priorities and what you value, the easier and simpler and clearer it is to know if something that is being presented to you is a yes or a no. So I really want you to consider what are your priorities? What are the things you value? Because when that is clear, when you understand what it is that you're operating from, it is so much easier to make those decisions and to feel good about it. Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it, ultimately draining you of your happiness? So how are people like you and I who care and are willing to invest in our relationships, people who are willing to take ownership of our behaviors and actions, how are we able to make the changes necessary to create intentional relationships? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Lindsay K. Porter, and welcome to Enlightened Relationships. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Enlightened Relationships. I am excited to be back with you another week for another episode. I want to start this episode with just acknowledging the fact that we as human beings are busy. We're busy in our various ways with the daily and regular activities that we have to accomplish, right? Maybe that looks like some house cleaning. Maybe it's laundry or folding. Maybe it's some grocery shopping or meal prep or actually making a meal. Maybe it's the homework and the projects with the kids or their sporting events or talents that they're trying to develop. Like it looks like many different things on a daily or regular basis. And then there are these times when requests are made of us for our time and attention. And, you know, the how am I going to fit this in with everything else I'm juggling? Have you ever had that thought? Truly, how am I going to fit this in with everything else I'm juggling? Well, there is this simple two-letter word that saying the word no can feel really hard and even complicated. For many of us, saying no doesn't just feel awkward, it feels wrong. And I want you to be honest with yourself. Where do you fall on the spectrum of your ability to say no immediately and it's not even a word in your vocabulary? Like, where are you on that spectrum? And I'm going to ask you these questions and I want you to really be honest. Do you have a hard time saying no? Do you feel like the bad guy when you say no? Maybe you feel like you've done something wrong. Really be honest with yourself. The truth of the matter is, you guys, as social beings that we are, we are driven to take care of our relationships. And so it can be difficult when we think we are letting people down, even If in that moment, it is the right response for you. 
when you can truly understand and even embrace that your time is your most valuable asset in this life. When you can truly understand that and embrace it, it makes a difference in how you decide yes or no. Each of us, every single one of us walking this planet, regardless of where we're located, have the same 24 hours in a day to accomplish our lists or our activities. And for every yes that you give, there is always an equal and opposite no to something else intentionally or unintentionally. Like if we're not thinking about what we're saying yes to, then I can assure you, you're not thinking about what you're saying no to either. So being intentional with how we're making those decisions is critically important. And only you can evaluate whether or not the decision you are making is in alignment with your unique priorities and values and creating the results you want in your life. So this episode is all about allowing yourself to use the word no in your world without the shame and guilt that sometimes comes with it. So I want to share with you four things for you to consider when saying no. The first thing is about being intentional with your time. What do I mean by that? You know better than anyone else whether or not you have the capacity to do something, especially when you are living by your priorities and your values. I'm going to share with you the way I choose to live my life. And that is by my family priority hierarchy. And this is something that my husband and I have talked about over the years. And we evaluate this priority hierarchy for our family to see if we're still in alignment. But what this looks like is at our level one, number one for us, for me, is Heavenly Father in Jesus Christ. That is our level one priority, my level one priority. Level two is my spouse followed by my children, making sure that that priority with my spouse and things that are going on with him and with us is something that we're focused on. And then our children activities and the things that they might need. Our level three family priority hierarchy is immediate family. That would be my parents, his parents, both of our siblings. That would be our immediate family. And then we have this level four and you can continue going down. We stopped at our level four, but that's our extended family. It's our friends. It's where work would be slotted into that. And I understand there's different ebbs and flow of life. So sometimes things kind of got to maneuver based on the demands of what's going on. And the more clear you are on your priorities and what you value, the easier and simpler And clearer it is to know if something that is being presented to you is a yes or a no. So I really want you to consider what are your priorities? What are the things you value? Because when that is clear, when you understand what it is that you're operating from, it is so much easier to make those decisions and to feel good about it because you're aligning with those intentions. So number two, 
And I think I've talked about this before, but I'm going to share it again because this is critically important. And I'm plugging this in for reasons to say no, but it's, do you like your reasons? Like, this is just a great question for anything it is you're contemplating. Do you like your reasons to be mad? Do you like your reasons that you're upset? Really evaluating, do you like your reasons for saying no? So ask yourself, why are you saying no to something? Is it because maybe you're too tired? Maybe you're not interested in whatever's being asked of you. Maybe you feel that there's just nothing left to give. You are so depleted and so empty. There's nothing left for you to give. Maybe it's, there's just no time because you have too many other things that you're juggling. Or maybe it's you're already scheduled. You're already scheduled for the time frame or for the need at hand doing something else. You've already made a commitment. So maybe these are reasons why you say no. And the question you have to ask yourself is, do you like your reasons? If you like your reasons, then move ahead. If you don't like your reasons, then maybe it's something you want to reevaluate. So I'm going to share with you guys. I have a teenage daughter who truly enjoys her time with her friends and time away from her family, away from her siblings, away from her younger brothers. And I've noticed over a period of time that I was in this pattern of saying no. She would make requests, want to do some things with friends. (laughs) And my immediate initial reaction was no. And I had to take a pause. I had to step back and slow it down to really see if I liked my reasons for no. Did I like my reasons why I was saying no? Was my no because there were concerns about her safety? Was it no because there were concerns about my ability to be available for her? Like, what were my reasons for saying no? And if I looked at it that way, I'm going to tell you guys, a lot of the time, it was because she wanted to have a late night. And when I think of late night, I'm telling you guys, eight o'clock is a perfect bedtime for me. (laughs) I love lights out and being in my bed. And so when I hear this nine, 10 o'clock, my initial reaction to that is no, that is well beyond my bedtime. It's a good thing. My husband does like to stay up later. He's a night owl. I'm an early owl, if that makes sense. (laughs) Anyway, So I had to really look at, was I saying no for reasons that I liked? And when I looked at it that way, I wasn't. Me wanting to be in my bed and sleeping instead of driving my daughter to and from whatever activity she was wanting to do wasn't a good enough reason for me. Maybe it is for you. So I'm not trying to say that that's not a good enough reason. You have to decide if you like your reasons. For me, I didn't. It wasn't a good enough reason for me to be saying no. And so I changed the no to a yes. Okay. But I evaluated this and this is what I would encourage each and every one of you to do. Why are you saying no? And do you like those reasons? Same thing for yeses. Why are you saying yes? And do you like those reasons? This actually goes in very nicely to number three, and that is what is driving your decision? This can kind of fit along with some of those reasons, but what I'm really looking at there, are you making a decision of a yes or no for you based on people pleasing? Meaning I define people pleasing as you're making your decision based on what you think will make that other person happy or what you think might avoid making that person mad. 
Okay. Whatever the emotion you're trying to get from somebody else, you're taking action in hopes that you'll get a certain response from them. So you're taking action to please someone else, to make someone else happy, or to avoid some downward spiral emotion that you may experience with them. So that's people pleasing. Is that what's driving your decision? Maybe you're making it about you. What do I mean by that? I mean, are you more concerned and thinking about what they'll think of you if you say no? Are you afraid that how it might make you look? Or maybe that you might get something in turn by doing this thing or by not doing this thing, that there's something in turn that you could get. So these are all things that you can consider if you're making your decision solely about you. You know, and a lot of what drives that is fears, fears of what others will think of me, fears of what others will say about you, right? Like all of that is usually coming from some source of fear. And so it's important to know if that's driving your decision, right? Is it coming from fear? Is it coming from pleasing? And the best place, the best source, you guys, in order to decide if it's a yes or a no for you is always coming from an upward spiral emotion. Decide from a place of love, from a place of peace, from a place of joy. When those are the emotions in which you're making these decisions, you will know you are making the right decision for you, the best decision. Even if that decision is a no, when we're saying no, and it's coming from a place of love, not fear, not pleasing, it's going to give you different results. And I want to share here, there was a season of my life where I was working full time and I was the breadwinner of our family. And I knew I wasn't going to be the mom that was going to be able to volunteer in my kids' classroom, being the room mom or helping with their weekly activities, you know, the things that they need for reading groups data checks or my kids' poetry recitation. Like I knew I wasn't going to be able to be that mom. And as you could see, like there were some of these fears that were coming up for me, a fear of not being good enough or not doing my motherhood the right way, being there and available for my kids 24-7 because I was working. And my kids during this season would ask me why I couldn't be in their classroom. Like the other moms, kids speak what it is that they're seeing. It's not a means of judgment or you're not doing enough. They're speaking what they see. So instead of me going into the mom guilt, which there were definitely times I would fall into that, that trap, I could share with my kids what I was able to do for them as I continued to provide for their other needs needs for a roof over their heads, food on the table, some of the activities that they were doing and having a nanny that we had at home that they love and adore to this day. And that was part of the things that I was able to do being that mom that was able to work and help provide for our family. And I decided in advance before all of this was going and we were going down the school path, I decided as a working mom that I could do a field trip. I could volunteer for a field trip for each of my children. So during this time, you know, I had 
two kids. So twice a year I'd be going. And then my third kid came and I was still working. And so it was like, Hey, three times a year, I was going to find the volunteer opportunity for a field trip that I could participate in. And that's what I committed to doing. And that's what I did. And it was something I knew I could do. And it was something I was wanting to do. And it was just exactly what I was able to do at this season of my life. And so that is what is so important. Like what is driving the decision? Is it coming from fear? Is it coming from pleasing? Or is it coming from that place of love and peace when you're making that decision? Number four, you guys, is to be honest with yourself and honest with others. When we say no, a lot of time we think we need to have a good reason why it's no. We got to provide the excuse or provide an explanation as to why it's a no. And this is what I want to share with you. When we provide excuses or some form of an explanation to our no, a lot of time the people who are requesting of you will work around your excuses or your explanation if they need or want a yes. If you say, oh, it would be so fun to go, but I'm not able to do this thing because I'm home with my kids. Oh, they could come back with, well, bring your kids along. So be honest with yourself when you're saying no. If you want to say yes, but what they're offering or what they're needing doesn't work for you, it's okay to offer an alternative to see if that might work for them. Share what you are willing to do. I recently had someone call and ask me if I could bring a meal into a family whose father had back surgery and just help ease some of their weekly routines by having me bring in a meal. And at the time I received this text message, I was like, oh, I'm, I was in the midst of enjoying some scheduled family time that was planned in advance. And so the time that was provided in this text message was for that weekend that this family time was going on. And so in response, if I was able to have done the meal, I would have said yes, because I am all about being able to serve other people if it's something that works within my time. And this scheduled weekend, it just wasn't going to work. So in my reply back, I shared I wasn't available for the days that they were asking. However, I could bring a meal that following week if it would be helpful. The response came back and said, absolutely. Could you do Monday? Because I said I wouldn't be available till after Sunday. So Monday was the first time back. I knew I didn't have any grocery shopping. I knew it would be a little chaotic trying to juggle it all. And I said, Yes, I could do the Monday because I could simplify what it was I was doing. And that's exactly what I did. I knew the mill. I knew how much time I knew I had a daughter, daughters, I should say, that would be willing to help. And I just doubled what it is that I was going to make for our family, really keeping it simple. And that is just another example of being able to say yes and in a way that works for you. Okay. I'm saying no, right? I said no to what the immediate request was. And if they needed something on the timeframe that would work for me, I would say yes. And so that's what I was able to do. The same is available to you. Be honest with yourself, be honest with others. Know that you don't need to provide an excuse or an explanation as to why something is a yes or no for you. It's okay to say no. 
So the next time you find yourself struggling to say no, I really want you to consider the four areas that we talked about. That is being intentional with your time. Do you like your reasons for no? What's driving the decision that you're making? And be honest with yourself and with others. I hope this episode serves you guys. I hope you find the things that resonate with you. Take it, implement it into your life. And those things that aren't resonating with you, it's okay. Drop it for now. Listen to the episode again and see if you have a shift in what it is that you're hearing. That's always something to consider. And if you are experiencing relationship problems, that with your children, with your spouse, maybe some family members, maybe even a work thing that's going on for you. If you're struggling with a problem, or maybe you have this pattern that you continue to struggle with in your life and you would like some support, then I would invite you to schedule your free consultation call with me. So check out the show notes and reserve your call today because I would love to help you in any way possible if this is speaking to you. If you've been listening to this podcast and this content is resonating with you and you really feel like you're ready for the additional support, then reach out to me. I hope to hear from you and I hope you all have a fabulous week. Who is your relationship coach? If you don't have one, I would be honored to be your coach. I created a virtual program called Enlightened Relationships Academy that I would like to invite you to join me in, where we address challenges, work on your goals, and together create the life and the relationships you desire. When you are ready to take what you are learning on this podcast to the next level, then come check out Enlightened Relationships Academy at lindsaykporter.com forward slash ERA.